Welcome, everybody, to the Cellcast. Hello, and welcome once again to the Cellcast. Joining me tonight from his stately home in this apartment complex, Jacob! Well, thank you, and I would like to introduce our co-host, that dastardly Cape Crusader, Drew. I thank you, my good man. How are you doing this evening, Jacob? I'm doing well. Doing well, been busy, working, and working, playing, somewhat, and just life's going pretty good. You know, you get your strolls every once in yeah. a while, yeah. like we all do. Mm-hmm. Life cannot be life be like life can't be dandy. Life, you know, full of roses and sunshine. You just can't. I believe the philosopher once said, "Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we all we all have our you know we all have our little issues we have to deal with day in and day out. But indeed, in that we well, for myself personally, I know you as well. Just rely on the Lord for our strength. Mm-hmm. In, in those times of our need. Yeah. So, yeah, that's when, we, that's when we go on in my life. What's going on in yours? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Been a relatively slow week, but nothing too ser- serious. Not much really to talk about. Okay. So, let's talk about what we've watched. What we've watched. Well, if you don't mind me starting. Go for it. I finally got around to watching a movie I intended to watch long before I'd wanted to put it. There was a couple movies when we started this podcast yes that i thought we should do but i had never seen and so Mm -hmm. i did not feel comfortable putting them on the list until i had seen it well i got to see one of those movies finally this weekend which was lupin the third the castle of cagliostro oh really it is an anime movie Uh uh-huh it is the direct the theatrical directorial debut of hayao miyazaki okay and for our non-anime fans be like who is this well if you remember back in i think it's 2004 uh he won the academy award for best anime i think best animated feature for spirited away okay that's the main thing most people know from he also did movies such as my neighbor totoro Mm -hmm. princess mononoke ponyo uh a couple others i can't think of right off the top of my head he's an amazing animated animation director yes Someone I want us to at least look at at some point. But I kind of thought it'd be kind of fun to go from his first movie and slowly work its, work our way through all of his stuff. Which is why I yeah. wanted to watch some of his original stuff first. Because some of the stuff I had never seen. Okay. But I was I really love the movie. It's one I actually do suggest everyone get. Yeah. Uh, it The only place I was able to find a copy of it was I was able to buy a copy off Amazon. Um. It is technically the second of two movies, but you don't have to watch the one before it. Okay. And it is, and those two movies are technically a sequel to two different anime series. Once again, you don't have to watch those to watch this. Okay. But it's a very fun show. I highly, and a fun movie. I highly suggest if you get the chance. Okay. What have you been watching? I've actually been watching a lot lately. Uh, number one would be, I'm continuing watching The Dragon Prince on Netflix, mm-hmm. which I'm thoroughly enjoying, loving, and enjoying the crow out of the story. The story is amazing. The character is amazing. I'm even falling in love with the artwork. The artwork's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not terrible. And then it was last week. It was last week I was, because 
where we're recording is my apartment. And so I do not have, you know, Wi-Fi. And so I'm doing everything over my phone. Over yes. My, over my... Uh, iPad? No. Cell uh, phone? Yeah, over my cell phone. Set, uh, Cellular? Data? Yes. <laughs> phone data? Yeah. You maxed out your phone data watching Netflix? No. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. The, the only viable use I have is using my data on my phone. So I'm flipping through, like usual, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across a series that is actually for YouTube. Transformers Cyberverse. Oh, okay. So I just stumbled across that it's on Hasbro's site. Mm-hmm. And it basically kind of recaps how the Transformers, Megatron, and Optimus Prime got to Earth. And so it's told through Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. It's told through Bumblebee, who in this verse, in this version, does have a voice. He speaks through radio. Kind of, right. like the, kind of like the Junkins from... Uh, Junkions? Junkions from Transformers movie. So Unfortunately, it's, it's probably more taken from the Michael Bay movies where he doesn't speak, but except through the radio. Yeah, it's, it's the exact same exact same thing. And it is an amazing story. It's an amazing story. It's just so much fun just watching. Because when we first meet B, he doesn't have any memory. He's like, who are you? Who am I? And so we're, you know, we're learning who he is, what happened, and it's, it's fascinating. Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating story. Okay. So, as most of you know who follow us on Facebook, on our on our Facebook page, the Cellcast. Please look us up. We want more people in there. Yes, exactly. We need a bigger community. We like a community. Yeah, a community. <laughs> we have a little bit of a community, but it's not fairly active. It's like maybe me, you, and like one other, one, two other people, and that's yeah. it. No, I mean, we're, the four of us are having nice conversations, but we want to have a lot more. Yeah, so if it'd be like, probably some of you did notice that I put up a piece of fan art, put a piece of fan art up there, and this was from a clip I saw on YouTube, there again, YouTube, it's from the uh, the series Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, which is based off the Tangled series, mm-hmm. or movies, which I love to death, and apparently in the more, n- the newer series of season two, Rapunzel gets a new power, and it's the power her- of darkness! No, oh, she has parents. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I think, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I got tongue tied. And also, if you did notice again on, on our page, I did post the clip and where I got inspired for that drawing. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with this. It is so haunting beyond belief. First time I ever saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, they went there. Because you had the sun drop, which gave life. Or healed life. Moondrop takes life. Mm-hmm. And when she goes into the song. Okay, Raps, you can stop now. <laughs> Rapunzel. Wither and decay. And this destiny. Very creepy. Yeah, very, very creepy. And not something you expect for the after show of a Disney movie. Yeah, or something on Disney Channel. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've seen some pretty dark stuff on Disney Channel. Yeah, that's true. 
there is this one little show I love from that was on Disney Channel called uh, uh, Gravity Falls, which gets a lot of dark stuff happens near the end of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep hearing about that. I need to watch the series. I need to. One of these days, I'll let you borrow the DVD of the whole collection I have. Oh, yeah, just these... for watching for fun. So you have the entire collection. Well, I have the whole. I, I was able to get it at Walmart for like ten bucks. So yes. Oh, wow. It's not. It was on sale that day. It's not on sale right now. But, okay. Yeah, I've got the whole thing. I'll let you borrow it. Okay. Excellent. Uh, and so yesterday, yesterday I'm, I come home, I'm reviewed our film which we're going to review tonight, and I have Tangled on my mind the entire time. Ever since, if you didn't notice, I'm a huge fan of Tangled. I love Tangled. It is the better of the two modern 3D princess movies. Yes, I agree. Or yeah, three. which are uh, three? There is three. I keep there. There, there are. Why three. do I forget about Moana? Because I liked Moana. <laughs> I own a copy of Moana. I never remember Moana. Actually, I know why. Why? Because the name is Moana, not Surf's, not Surf, or like, you know, Tangled. Rapunzel's getting Tangled. Frozen. Ice Queen is named Frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Moana is just called Moana. It's not called, I don't know. Sailing takes me away. (laughs) That's a bad joke. No, it's good. That's bad. It's one of the worst puns I've ever said. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, so to go back to where I was. So I get home. I'm slightly frustrated. I buy the wrong battery for something. And it happens. It does. You're human. Yes. Oh, I agree. We all make mistakes. Agreed. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Um, and so you get mad at your batteries. Moving on. I get mad at my batteries and throw the batteries. I got to replace, I got to replace them when I get this work, whatever. And so, be like, I'm really wanting to watch Tangled the series. I keep hearing amazing things about this series. Mm-hmm. I even joined a Facebook group is about this series because I just want to learn more about this. Mm-hmm. And so, I I asked this group, be like, okay, so where do I find a legal means of watching this? That's first always thing, nice. Yes, always find your legal mean first. It's on Amazon. I know you can rent it there. Yeah, and this is where I bought, where I got it. So I. Bought the I bought the first episode and I was thoroughly impressed, like highly impressed with this series. Mm-hmm. The only thing is the first episode leaves with that you have kind of give you a little synopsis of what you know the series is about. It's six months after Tangle, but it's before Tangle happily ever after the short, and so this is set in between those two, set okay. in between the movie and the short. So it's did like, she not to get off topic because I hadn't seen the short. Does she have the long hair after no, during the short? No, she has the little. The, but she's got the bob. But she's got the long hair in the series. In the series, yes, they do okay. explain that. Okay, they do explain it, and they go into very big depths into it. I like it when they explain their uh, obvious plot holes. Yeah, <laughs> where did the hair go? We'll tell you. Because so, we have to, because we decided to bring the hair back before it should have left. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yeah, so apparently Rapunzel gets her hair back. If you want to know how she gets her hair back, go watch the series. And Creepy magics, that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Has something to do with the moon. The moonstones. I have heard that somewhere before, but moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, it's it's an amazing series. It's kind of like Dragon Prince. The animation is kind of awkward. 
it's it's a little different. It, it's jarring a little bit, but once you start getting into the story, you start falling in love with the story. You just fall in love with the animation. Okay, and for a person like me who is visual beyond belief, mm-hmm. I just found myself loving this. I'm a huge Tangled fan, right? So, yeah, I can't wait to get into this series. Okay, so what have you been watching? I already said what I was oh, been yeah. watching. Never mind. <laughs> Jiminy's on a pogo stick. Jiminy's? That's somebody entirely different than whose name I take in vain. <laughs> J- anyway. Yeah, Jiminy's on a Chinese pogo stick. Chinese? Okay. Uh, okay, so I I guess we should get into the review then. Don't we have news? Yes, we do have news. I forgot about news. Let's do the news. All right. To the news! Um... Only news I have that I saw is that uh, Hasbro Studios, makers of such fine or owners of such fine animated content such as uh, Transformers, My mm-hmm. Little Pony, hundreds of other things that have been on one season and never shown again. Jim, mm-hmm. she's truly outrageous. Oh, <laughs> fun! Oh yeah, they that studio has essentially renamed themselves to AllSpark. Studios. Really? That's the name that they have been using for the movie studio for a yeah. while, but essentially now it's all all Spark. Really? Yeah. One wild guess where all Spark comes from. Her. I don't know. Where? Comes from Transformers. That's incredible. <laughs> no, it's not. You said da 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 da. And now I'm going into something <laughs> now else. You're going to something else. But yeah, moving on. Yeah, Allspark is come does come from uh, some Transformers lore. I know that. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't know which series of Transformers lore, but supposedly that's where all the Transformers life was created from. So yeah, the all, follows. Yeah, Transformers. The Transformers is their biggest franchise. Yeah. Not that My Little Ponies right now is not giving them a run for that money. Yeah, true. But anyway, people gotta love their ponies. Well, anyway. <laughs> all right. So my bit of news actually comes from. Inside the magic.net. Okay. Apparently, they are. I love how I never remember to actually cite my sources, but you (laughs) always cite your sources. You got to give people adequate information. So, apparently. Google what I said and find it. So. (laughs) Anyways. I'm not a journalist, (laughs) I'm just a reviewer. I got you. Moving on. Uh, There again, according to inside the magic.net. Apparently, they're doing a a new Scooby-Doo movie in animation. Oh. So, apparently, it's going to be a brand new animated feature featuring the voice of Zac Efron from High School Musical and The Greatest Showman. Okay. Playing. Who do you think you would play? Fred. You got it. He plays Fred. Okay. So, Zachary Efron will be playing Fred Jones. Mm-hmm. And. and well, let's, then- let's continue letting me guess if I actually can get this right. It's okay. kind of fun. <laughs> okay, uh, Amanda Stayfry? Oh, Seyfried. 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 She's obviously Velma. No. She's Daphne? She's Daphne. I might be confusing my Amanda's. Yeah. How do you say it again? I think it's Seyfried. Seyfried. Yeah. She's Seyfried. Anyway. Yeah. Amanda. Apologies for getting the name wrong if we did. Yeah. Amanda Seyfried will be playing Daphne. Daphne. That's. She could maybe do that? Yeah. I'm trying to think. It's been a while. I'm not sure I'm thinking of the right person, but anyway. 
And to round out round out the cream of the resistance of who will play be playing Scooby Doo? Who will be playing Scooby Doo? Um current uh cartoon version of scooby-doo has been since uh the live action movie i can't think of his name i don't know frank welker <laughs> Bing, you are correct i just guessed <laughs> figured well, of all the 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 men of a thousand voices in audio right now the only one i can see doing it is frank welker yes frank welker the original voice for scooby-doo where are you is returning reprising his his amazing voice talent as scooby-doo well, then I have a question. What's that? Who is playing Ultra Instinct Shaggy? <laughs> That's a very interesting question. Or just Shaggy for now. Uh, give me a second. It does not actually say who plays Shaggy. That's odd. You know, we do, well, we do know the guy who was doing Shaggy's voice is no longer doing it. Well, there's been two people. Yeah. You got Casey Kasem, who was the original one, who did come back for a lot of the more recent ones. Yeah, he, his last role was like in 2009. Yeah, but then there's also the guy who played him in the live action movie who's done the voice of Shaggy for a lot of stuff, too. Yes. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, he has been let go, and apparently he was let go via email. Okay, that's stupid. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yes. I completely agree, because the guy did an amazing job as Shaggy. Well, if you believe the memes, that wasn't really him. He was just... uh, he was just possessed by Shaggy when the role was on. Yeah. That's a joke, people. <laughs> okay. So, apparently we do we do figure out who is playing Shaggy. And, and he'll is. be voiced by Will Forte. Will Forte? Will Forte. I don't doubt what you're saying. I'm trying to think, trying to remember who that is. Name is very familiar. Oh, that's interesting. According to Dateline, Warner, Warner Brothers... Will be also be extend, extending the Scooby universe pretty largely with this new release. The movie will include other characters from the Hanna Barbera animated world. I wonder if this is being based on those D- on those comics DC published, where they tried to be more uh, bigger with it. Oh, more you know, set more in like the you know the real world, or trying to give it more like. Well, I think mean, the one I saw had Scooby Doo in a post-apocalyptic universe. Oh yeah, I don't think they're going to. Where do somehow that. Scooby, the reason Scooby could it was explained why he could talk was because he was the uh, victim of a science experiment that Velma had done. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it was that. Uh, apparently, they will be including different characters like the Flintstones, Yogi Bear, the Jetsons, and the Smurfs. It's going to be interesting to see how that movie turns out. Okay. And apparently, 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 they've... Apparently, there's been three people who did Shaggy. Three. Oh. Yeah. Nick Patis. Patalis? Yeah. I'm guessing? Yeah, Nick Patalis. Apparently, he did the live-action younger Shaggy. For... That doesn't count. Yeah, oh, I agree. Those those are not very good movies. And apparently... That's like saying... He's the voice of the Shaggy from Pup Named Scooby Doo. No one cares. <laughs> you know that was a very it was an interesting show. Now, granted, it was the nineties. They did everything little, yes. like little versions of you characters. Thank Muppet Babies for that. Yeah. They started that. Ugh, Muppet see. Babies was the only ones who did it good. But personally, but I then didn't... I still say kudos for the live action show for at least saying, "Oh yeah, they're from Coolsville." That came from Pup Named Scooby Doo. They really? Did not have to. That was not in the original show. Really, I didn't know that. They didn't. Ha- they were just teenagers in a van. So 
they were just teenagers in a van, of course, during Where Are You? And then the other small spinoffs where they brought in Scrappy-Doo yeah. and all those others. When they did Pup Named Scooby-Doo, they realized, hey, we actually got to put this in a town for them to grow up in. Because we can't have them traveling all over creation. Yeah, they are teenagers okay. after all. Where this is the 90s, everything's cool. Coolsville! <laughs> Alright. So, but anyway. Yeah. So, I think we should go into our review. Yes, I think we should. Our movie this week was my choice. Uh, finally! Finally, yes. It was a Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders. This came out in 2016. It is technically a straight-to-home video release, mm-hmm. but it did have a very short run as a Fathom event in theaters that I got to go see Yes, uh, back at 2016. Officially... Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders is a callback to the old live-action show from the 1960s. Yes. However, if one knows the show and is kept up with some of the comics, you'll note that this, while it draws a lot of inspiration from the old 60s show, this really is more of an adaptation of the Batman 66 comic books that have been coming out recently, which they themselves are adaptations of the Batman show. Are, okay. Are, yeah. are, 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 is based in that universe. That makes sense. That makes sense because... Because uh, there's a couple things you look in there, it's like, that wasn't in the show. Yeah. And also the animation style is very reminiscent of the more recent Batman. It is a more modern animation style, but yes. the fact that they bothered to work in some things that are obviously there because that's how it would have worked in the 60s show yes. is one of the things I love. Um, and of course, you've got horribly designed characters because it's based on six golden era comics. It's going to be goofy. Yeah. <laughs> or end of golden era comics. Yeah. I golden, should say. Golden era. yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so obviously I've talked about my first viewing of the, uh, what my first experience of this was. My understanding is this is the first time you've seen it. Yes. So what did you think? First thoughts. My first thoughts was this is incredibly funny. This mm-hmm. is incredibly funny. Laughing my butt off for the first probably 25 minutes of the film. Yes. Until it turns and does all kinds of weird things, but I really, really enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed the film. Uh, now, granted, my influence on Batman, my experience of the TV show in Batman of Nineteen Six is very limited. I only saw maybe like one or two mm-hmm. episodes as a kid. I thought it was very weird. And Who wouldn't? Yeah. And I remember going to a, there again, a local movie rental theater, rental place, and to be like, oh, they got Batman. I've never seen this one. What is it? And so we rent it, and it's like, wait, what in the world is this? Because it's Batman the movie, which is yeah. based off the Batman TV show. Right. And I was, I was so confused. My parents were like, oh, this was a great show. It came out in the 60s. It was great. We were teenagers. It was great. And like, I don't get it. It's like, I know, I understand who Adam West is, but who in the world are all these characters? I recognize who the characters are. Yeah. But they're not the characters I grew up with. And they're not the interpretations of the characters that you grew up with. Yeah, exactly. So, um, a little bit of my history with this, the old TV show. Yes. If I can just get that out of the way. Go for it. This, the old TV show, specifically Batman the movie was my introduction to Batman as a character. Uh, When I was very young, Mm -hmm. my dad had recorded this off of what was then called the Family Channel. 
which would then become, you know, a Fox family and then ABC family and now is Freeform. Okay. But this was way back before they got bought. They were owned by the corporate entities and they were just like essentially anyway. They showed this one night and uh, was recorded, and then yeah. I wore the tape out like I did so many things as a child. Of course. Um, so in many ways, when I watch that movie, I'm expecting it to go to commercial break in certain points because that's how I watched it. <laughs> yes, I'm expecting to see a commercial for Parquet and then uh, the the Legendary Adventures of Zorro, where he goes blind because he drank from a stream. That's what I remember. I can't tell you what was going on. Yeah. Well, in, in, the, in the show, in the show, it's advertising because I didn't see that. Yeah, I was like, "Oh look, Zoro is drinking from a stream and he's blind and trying to tell the bad guy, don't drink from the stream; it's tainted." <laughs> it's like this is what I remember. This is as much a part of the show as as a shark repellent bat spray is. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, I had really gotten into. Uh, the movie I watched it a ton as a kid. Yeah, it is one of my favorites to the point where I, if I had the time, I would like to do. Have you heard seen those podcasts where uh, they re- they review the the movie minute by minute? They actually just watch a minute of the movie and then review that minute. No, I haven't. Well, I would love to do a, bit, a version of that for Batman the movie. Okay, because um, it's just that. To me, it's, it's, I've got that, I just loved that as a kid. I never saw the show until TV Land got it, um, got the rights to syndicate it back in, like, I think the early 2000s. And I remember watching the show thinking, okay, this is going to be like the movie. And it's not. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just, yes, yeah. it doesn't, it's not trying to tell a, a theatrical story and it's trying to tell, you know, just a, it's trying to tell a story between two 30-minute episodes. And so I remember thinking, okay, this is goofy. Maybe this isn't for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I got, I as later as things go on, I was like, well, maybe it's just because I didn't see it from the beginning. You really don't, shouldn't have to do that with 60 shows. But I was like, I really want to watch. I, I really want to. I got to think, I really want to watch this stuff. Yeah. Can't find it anywhere. Because for a long time, while the movie could easily be uh, distributed by uh, Fox at the time. Mm-hmm. The TV show was jointly owned by four different people, and it took them a long time to finally decide who actually owned the rights to distribute it. Hmm. So it wasn't until uh, the Blu-ray sets came out about four years ago, just right in the heyday of the Batman 66 comic coming out, uh, that I actually got to see much of the original show. And in fact, I own the entire series on Blu-ray, and I just love this era of Batman. It's I recognize it's not for everybody. Yeah. But I love it because it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of goofy. And let's face it, if there's a person here who loves ridiculousness, it's me. <laughs> of course. So, uh, just kind of go, you said, be like, that was your introduction to Batman. My introduction to Batman was actually Batman, um, Tim Burton's 1989 Batman. That was mm-hmm. my first introduction to Batman. And then, of course, it was Batman the Animated Series. Right. The 90s. Animated the, Series came up very quickly for me also. Yes. I saw the animated series before I saw any of the Tim Burton's Batmans. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Well, my parents were afraid it would be a little scary. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's Tim Burton. Yeah. And then we went to see the uh, Batman Forever, which is questionable. <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot better yes. than Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin has its own charm. Yes, I but agree. It's not a movie you, that I consider to be fun. I, I want to watch for the reasons the, the movie maker wants me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, kind of 
you know, tying in, you know, the live, it, the live it, action movies with the the property at hand we're talking about. My brother Jim has this theory of how Batman and Robin, the movie, is kind of a kind of a take on Batman nineteen sixty six. Mm-hmm. Now it's comedy and you know it's got, you know, flair of the well, silly and that kind of stuff. So that's his prevailing talk, theory. Talking about the legacy of sixty six for a quick minute. Yeah. Uh, after the Tim, to the two dark Tim Burton movies came out, yeah, there was a little thinking of, well, Batman is supposed to be a, sh- a property for kids. Wish we could get some of that sixty-six in. Could we mix them together? Yeah. That's actually kind of how the tone for Batman, the, uh, the animated series, was. Yeah, it was a mixture of the dark Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, but with some of the goofiness of the uh, of the sixty-six show. That makes sense. And then they. Did some incredibly good writing and actually affected the actual DC comics from how good the writing was. Yeah, and then you get Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yeah, and it's one of those things when I found out Mark Hamill played that Joker, I was like, no. Luke There's Skywalker? no way that's Mark Hamill. Oh, that is Mark Hamill. That is scary. <laughs> <laughs> but you listen to him and he has a very Cesar Romero style to him. Yes. Unlike uh, Jack Nicholson, which is very not Mark Hamill. <laughs> no. But somehow Mark Hamill got both of them in the same voice, so. Yeah. Which did a phenomenal job. Yes. And any kid, be you know, like my age, your age, no, we're pretty much the same age. Um, like, you grew up watching Batman the Animated Series. Yes. The Fallen Night Series. Because it was amazing. I agree. Completely. And then you probably compl- continued watching through Superman the Animated Series, yeah. The Adventures of Batman and Robin, Justice League, League Justice League, League Unlimited, Unlimited, Static Shock, Batman uh, Beyond, Teen Titans. Titans. Yes. And then that's where it stopped. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's not go into the Teen Titans go. <laughs> that's entirely different. That's we're not getting into that. Yeah, we'll we'll we will probably have to tackle that that I, later on. I do want to watch some of Teen Titans go. Yes. Simply because I've been told the later seasons get yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say better. I'm not going to say good. Yeah. But it's apparently very interesting later on. Yeah. I was I was told by one of our listeners that Teen, Teen Titans Go to the Movie is actually a very good movie. Yeah. But at the same time, in order to understand what's going on there, you got to get over the episode where they fight over making a sandwich. Very true. So, anyway, back to this movie. Yeah, back, back to the um, movie at hand. So, uh, going over some of the the voice cast, there are three people I want to talk about first, very quickly. Okay. Because they are actually the reprising characters. Mm-hmm. You've got Adam West playing Batman, who was, of course, the uh, Batman from 1966. Yes. Burt Ward playing Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin. The original voice. The original voice. And Julie Newmar, one of the three actresses who played Catwoman yeah. in the original show. For reference's sake, uh, Julie Newmar was the first Catwoman who okay. played her during uh, season one and parts and the and season two. Okay. Lee Merriweather, which when you're watching the movie and they show that part where the three yeah, Catwoman are yes, separated, I love that scene. Yes, the one with the black hair is based on Lee Merriweather who okay. played her during the movie. Okay, that makes sense. And then Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Who played her during the third season. I love Eartha Kitt. <laughs> and as a bit of foreshadowing for when we eventually get to this movie, she's the one who played Yzma in uh, Emperor's New Groove. 
Oh, right. And who does Yzma, what does Yzma get turned into by the end of that movie? You don't remember, do you? No, I don't. She gets turned into a cat. (laughs) (laughs) She ends that movie as a cat. Oh, that is perfect. You can't tell me the fact that she was Catwoman did not play into that. And her name is Eartha Kitt. Exactly. So, uh, playing the Joker, we had, and the announcer, mm-hmm. we had uh, Jeff Bergman. Yeah, his career starts back in 1986 with mm-hmm. various characters through, obviously, Warner Brothers, Hannah Barbera Hanna characters. Apparently, he does a lot of work. With Looney Tunes, Hanna mm-hmm. Barbera, standard Warner Brothers animation actor. Yeah, apparently he was in Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Hmm. He voiced Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. And in apparently, Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Yes, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck were in Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Okay, apparently. interesting. Yeah, apparently he's done voices for Bugs. Uh, he was a voice in Tiny Tunes. He played Bugs. So he's Foghorn. he's the modern Bugs Bunny, essentially. Yeah, he he sounds like ah. kind of like a modern Mel Blanc because he's doing Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam. Because uh, he's done all of these, but like he was the Plucky Duck show. Mm-hmm. He was in Secret of Nim. A lot of like the Jetsons, the Flintstones, Harvey Birdman, Attorney of Law, Rugrats. Johnny Bravo, uh, Tom and Jerry. Uh, he's done some video games. He was on the TV show Mad, Looney Tunes. He was on Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. More Looney Tunes. He's just done a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's he he do, he has done a lot. He's done a lot of characters for Family Guy. Obviously, there again, he has that uh, Mel Blank kind of persona where he just does mm-hmm. a ton of voices. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done a lot. I mean, a lot of Looney Tune characters. Mm-hmm. A ton of Looney Tune characters. So, yeah, that's what he's done them for. Okay. For doing a lot of Looney Tunes. Okay, so playing the Penguin was, uh, William Salyers. Uh, he's been in a lot of video games, is what okay. I'm seeing. Yeah. He's the uh, voice of Otto Octavius in the newest Spider-Man game that was at Sony put out. Uh, he played Hugo Strange in the Gotham by Gaslight film, and he's played Ant-Man, or he played a Yellow Jacket in the Ant-Man TV miniseries that came out in 2017. Yeah. And he's plays a lot of different characters. He's been mostly working since 1994 and has played a lot of Video game characters and a lot of background characters is yeah. what I'm seeing. Wally Wingert as the Riddler. I mainly know this name from when I was following the uh, release of Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Oh, okay. Where he ends up playing Rufus Shinra. He played Rufus? He played Rufus Shinra in Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Oh, okay. Entirely different character than, he, than the Riddler in uh, this. Hmm. And then we've got Jim Ward playing Commissioner Gordon. So now is he is he related to? No, no, he's. I don't think he's related to Burt Ward. Well, he played a lot of characters on the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, I mean a lot. Uh, played some additional voices in the Secret Life of Pets. Plays a uh, Commander Quark in the Ratchet and Clank uh, mo- movie and games. Mm-hmm. Played some characters in Transformers Devastation. A lot of background characters I'm seeing in here. Oh, okay. Honestly, I'm trying to look for something big. Oh, he played Perceptor in Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark, which was a video game. Okay. So that's at least 
a, a named character. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he's listed as a lot of additional voices, is oh, what okay. I'm saying in here. Gotcha. So yeah, that's pretty much all the main characters in yeah. this. So um, let's talk about Batman then. Okay, let's talk about the Cape Crusader. Okay, I'm trying to do my best to let you do a lot of the talking, because yeah. I know I tend to barrel through oh, stuff it's, it's when, I, when I get excited. That's very true. Uh, there was a quote that Adam West talking about the movie. It's the first comes off one of the features. We don't make sense at all. We're all nuts or we wouldn't be Batman. And so that just kind of rounds out kind of like, you know, Adam West Batman. It's yeah. all kinds of goofy and silly and just downright nutty. Mm-hmm. And Adam West would be like, there again, be like my, in my experience with his, his version of Batman is very limited, but my understanding of who how his character is played is just the he is the the goody goody superhero who does everything by the book, even going as far as going across the sidewalk because you're a good citizen. Yes, and his to going into spoiler alert, obviously because you know that's what we do here. Yes, we we spoil everything. Yes, where Batman is drugged or scratched. Mm-hmm. What might have you. And it takes a little bit of time for this, this entity to kick in. And our Cape Crusader turns into a baddie. Well, that's the thing. He starts out acting like the darker form of Batman that yes. got very popular in the 80s. And yes. then it goes crazy. <laughs> yes, it does. That's that's well, what I that's what I thought when, yeah. when, when they got on the space station. It was like, oh, we, well, we're, we're no longer in... Uh, uh, Gotham City, you know, jurisdiction, and be yeah. like, you know, the rules don't apply here. Well, okay, so one of the things you have to remember yeah. when you're watching 60s era Batman yeah. and stuff based on 60s era Batman is that this is all meant to be exaggeration played straight. Yes. This is, what you're going to see is stuff that's absolutely ridiculous, but they play it seriously like what they're saying is important, and that's yeah. what I love about it. You're taking this crazy thing and doing that and to some degree that kind of turns it into a bit of allegory yeah to some degree yeah and so that's what i kind of thought when i was first watching this what we were doing we were going from the 60s era batman to the dark gritty frank miller inspired batman and then it went bonkers after that to go and now we've just gone off the handle yeah (laughs) i i enjoyed what i watched because i love all of the little uh easter eggs that are all throughout this. Yes. The quote there where Batman says, uh, you want to get nuts? Let's, Let's get, get nuts. nuts. That's straight out of 1989's Batman movie. Technically yes. said by the Joker, I believe. Yes. And then there's another one where he says, uh, uh, this is the operating table and I'm the surgeon. <laughs> That's from something else that was technically uh, Clayface talking to uh, somebody. I don't remember what it was. Oh, okay. But I saw that clip and thought, okay, that makes sense, but that's very much the writing of Batman. Yes. Which is weird when it doesn't feel like it fits the show, fits what's going on at first whatsoever. But the way they work it into where it's like, that's just a little bit darker. And boy, that's some awkward lines. Yeah. And oh, look, he's making, he's doing the whole uh, leaving while the camera's not looking at him thing from Batman the Animated (laughs) Series. It's like, yes, I love okay, that. that's kind of awkward. It's like, I kind of like that they did that. It's kind of weird. And it slowly gets darker and darker. And like, oh, he, spoiler alert, he fired Alfred. Right. That doesn't seem right. right. And, and then, then he, he, he dismisses- throws a Dick Grayson out on his ear when he dares to talk back to Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. It's like, uh, 
And then he starts taking over Gotham City. He throws everybody out of... Which, like, oh, I'm going to be the ruler of Gotham City. And then which, the world! Which <laughs> proves that the person who really will destroy Gotham City, if he ever goes crazy, is Batman. <laughs> yes. And he surely goes, he goes bonkers. He goes off the deep end. Yeah. I can just imagine Adam West reading reading this in the booth going, Oh, this is great. This is <laughs> the most fun I've had in years. Uh, um, but yeah, this was him re- reprising that role from the old 60s show. Yes. And it's what it's the role he's most known for. So, I mean, how can he not? Yeah. And I think a lot of it's more that... I think Adam West was born to be Batman in mm-hmm. 1966. Because he is that, you know, the do-gooder who does everything yes. right. Be like, I'm going to uphold the law. You know, no matter if it's the silliest, goofiest thing in the planet of yes. crossing the street wrong. Well, I mean, some of that was even more exaggerated for this than what you would have seen in the in the show, in the old okay. show. Because, yeah, he would have said stuff about, you know, we've got, we are duly deputized citizens of the law. We have to follow the rules. He, they would not have done the crosswalk thing, I don't think, except for, uh, for the kids PSA kind of thing. Like, yeah. Batman says, cross at the crosswalk, not in between. It, yes. Which they never did that, but, <laughs> or anything like that. But that's right. kind of more where that would have fit in. But yeah. he would have said stuff about, you know, I mean, I remember there was an episode where, uh, a cop writes, uh, puts a ticket on the Batmobile for, uh, parking past the parking, me- parking meter going off. Yeah. And when Batman comes out, keep in mind, it's the Batmobile. It's the rid- most ridiculous car. Yes. On the road. <laughs> Guy writes a ticket on it, sees the spectacle, says, Oh, I didn't know this was your car, Batman. Uh, you know you're missing the VIN number. It's like, I'm sorry, I'll get, I'll get right on that, officer. Uh, he says, Well, no, no, you're Batman. You're a good guy. We can, I says, No, no, it's my job to hold to the standard even more than y'all, because I'm the one, I'm the hero y'all are looking up to. I need to be following the law, rules. He's, that's who Batman is. Yeah. And so, especially at that time. So the crosswalk thing, yeah, it's a little goofy, but how else are you going to get that part of the show in? Quickly. Yes. Uh, right before they go into the abandoned uh, frozen food factory. Yes. You, you That's like, labeled abandoned frozen food factory. factory. <laughs> you, 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 pit, you, you hit on a good point of the Batmobile. The yes. Batmobile in this one. It they, is the classic Batmobile yes. that I have always loved. It yes. is the one I have an ornament hanging on my Christmas tree. Of. Really? Okay. Yes. Now, I do love, do you love, be like, I like that Batmobile. It's a really cool design. Mm-hmm. Now, when they do you hot know rod the, it, when they hot that rod is it, cool that is awesome. Do you know the history of that 60s era Batmobile? Very little. What's okay. Up? What's up with it? It is actually based on a concept that Lincoln made called the Futura. Yeah, I know that much. Uh, Bar- uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but his last name is Barris. He's the guy who did, along with the Batmobile, did the old Munsters car. Yeah. Also, and the uh, the Munsters Roadster that was in the uh, the movie. Uh, he actually had the molds for the Futura and remolded that for the show. Really? And then made, of course, the things like the, uh, you know, the jet engine and all mm-hmm. the other goofy stuff that's on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that is based on an, on an actual car that was designed by somebody that they just batted up, essentially. And then, of course, they used that particular, that, uh, motif and everything. <laughs> yeah. Admittedly, the, everything. The show does not do it as much as the movie does. Bat Rocket. Yeah, Bat, Bat Rocket. Boosters. I like, I like to point out. 
Belgravia is passing up the United States in space exploration, according to Commissioner Gordon. Yes. And Batman has a bat rocket that's there for fighting crime. <laughs> yes. And nobody <laughs> says a word when it launches. Yeah, that's... And it launches out of a Batman co- symbol-covered silo in the middle of what I'm assuming is, is Bruce Wayne's property. <laughs> yes. And no one says, hey... Where does this Batman symbol thing go down to? I bet it goes down to the Batcave. Maybe we can... Why is it on Bruce Wayne's property? Property. That's kind of (laughs) odd. I wonder who Batman is. Yes. But anyway. Yeah. That's one of the weird ones. So let's go into the Boy Wonder, shall we? Let's go into the Boy Wonder. Burt Ward has more of a role here than I think he ever had in the show. Because he's... There has been plenty of times in the show where I know he's technically the one that saved the day because yeah. Batman was the one who got caught in the mid credits trap, the that's going to kill that you know the kills the two and then um, the villain conveniently walks away so that when they come back next on in two nights from that episode yeah you know, they aired on Tuesday and Thursday yeah um, you know for him to meet escape from I know. Boy Wonder's one of the ones who... Batman saved... You know, Robin saved Batman plenty of times from some of those. So okay. It's not that Robin's not helpful. It's just he's... Robin. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason uh, Catwoman says, eh, let's kill the bird boy. <laughs> I <laughs> Throughout love this entire thing. Yes. Uh, and his holy Toledo Batman line. Yes. The entire movie. Which is... You have to do that. Yes. That's that's part of the shtick. <laughs> That's as much of a stick as everything being the bat something. Yes. Including the whirly bats. <laughs> the whirly bats. I remember watching this thinking, the whirly bats? Is that in the comics? I don't think it is. But shouldn't it be the bat gyros? That's more in line with the gag <laughs> than whirly bats. Oh, Holy yes. Hindenburg, Batman, if we don't hit the correct thing, we're going to blow up half the city. <laughs> Well, then our shots will have to be true. Okay. He can now cut into the side of the blimp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah. Oh, my gosh. Robin in this movie is just... I I love his performance. Mm -hmm. Burt Ward did a phenomenal job. And, you know, I'm like, wow. I don't know how Burt Ward is at the time when he recorded this, but... Man, they just had a blast and a half with this film. It just—it sounds like it. And all the, three of those people, I believe, are were in their seventies and eighties when they recorded this. Yes. So, because I mean, they were in their twenties in nineteen sixty. Yeah, six. So, so it, you you can you can tell they're older actors, but after there's a little bit of that where you're listening, especially with Julie Newmar. Yes, uh, that you can tell. Okay, yeah, that's a seventy year old woman. Yeah. Does have that kind of sound to her voice. Yes. But after about 10 or 15 minutes of listening to it, you totally buy it. Yeah. It's like, okay, yes, that's that's just her voice. She's a little scraggly, but at the same time, she's still pulling that sexy bombshell thing off that she was always (laughs) trying to... The character was always was in the show. Yes. Including the fact that she never fights. She just stands in the corner. corner. It just looks seductuous to me like, ooh, Batman, you should be doing my side. Yes. The only time she ever does anything worth a thing is when she... The only time she ever does anything that's worth a thing is when she uh, uses her cat of nine tails whip. Yeah. To to throw him. down to get to, to save Robin before he dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she says, I know I'm going to regret this. this? <laughs> yep, I regretted it. <laughs> Bird boy, you should be dead. Yes. Why did I save you again? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> to the Catmobile. 
<laughs> oh, I love, I love that the Catmobile. <laughs> it's a bug. It's a bug with a cat tail. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> and that 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 whole scene yes, where in the Kit Kat Club, which is what her Blair was in the show. Oh, it was, it was the, the Kit Kat Club. They call it was the Kit Kat Club. But they never showed the inside of the actual club. It always went straight to her lair because, you know, they always do the climbing scene where they go up the side of the building yeah. and break into their lair. This is the first time I think we actually went into the club while the club was... No. No, wait, that's a different... That's not Catwoman in that one. Never mind. Skip that. <laughs> hmm. I was thinking that what maybe was the Bat Tootsie. Oh, thing, yeah. But that's... uh, That's that's uh, not... Bat, that's not a Catwoman episode, so okay. never mind. I don't okay. remember who's in that episode. I think it's the Joker. So why wouldn't it be the Joker? But anyway, that's actually the very first episode. Yeah the the scene in which Robin and Catwoman are getting into the the Catmobile, which yes. is hysterical. Be like, can oh, you even drive this? Yes, I have my learner's permit. As long as another adult is in the vehicle, I can drive anywhere. <laughs> which, considering he's going to put her in put uh put her under sleep so they can she can get it then get into the bat cave without her knowing oh, where it is. is yes and her her line of be like it's like well i gotta knock you out first and so like, okay, okay so don't try, try anything, anything funny he, while while i'm out yes. it's like and his sprays are gonna go looks at her and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's trying it's like, it's she's short. going to kill you, you. if you try a thing <laughs> you're gonna become which, catnip which you're the boy wonder why are you wanting to try something? <laughs> uh, yes. And then, of course, there's the great scene. They get captured by evil Batman. And, of course, because he's Batman, he's thought of everything. everything. He's got them hanging over the, the atomic pile. Yes. He's raised the railing four inches. So three. they c- Three. Three inches. Three sorry. inches. So they can't escape. <laughs> but they... Didn't, and he's even taken... Anti-antidote pills. <laughs> so he can't he be un- un-eviled. He un- he overthinks everything. Yes. Which is great, because you're thinking, okay, Robin and Catwoman are about to be killed when the atomic steam goes off. Nope, because they, he, Robin sprayed them both with anti-isotope spray, spray. <laughs> so they wouldn't be affected by anything radioactive. <laughs> okay. okay, hang on. <laughs> Why is anti-isotope spray not a common thing, miracle thing, to be used in every atomic thing in the world at this point? Yeah, just okay. You know how many supervillains that would have that would have kept from being created? Yes. Uh, hey, nuclear man. Okay, you're good. And then we get to uh, they they realize the only people who are stupid enough or willing enough to go and take out Batman. Is the villain. So they break all the villains out of jail. Yes. <laughs> and I actually want to read off who all these villains are. Yes. Because all of them, all of them are actual villains that are in the, uh, from the 1960s Batman show. In that scene, when all the, they've, they've broken all the villains out of Gotham State Penitentiary, yeah. because this was before Arkham was a thing, mm-hmm. uh, they break out in order of people you may know. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I noticed that. King Tut. Yeah. Do you know who King Tut is? I have no idea. King Tut is a professor of Egyptian archaeology that got bonked on the head and then believed he was King Tut. And wanted to take over all of Gotham City. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's King Tut. Oh. Then we have someone named Shame, which I believe is the cowboy. Shame. Shane. Yeah. Egghead. Of course. (laughs) 
Of course. Louis the Lilac. That was the guy in the purple suit. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The Bookworm. That was the guy with the reading lamp on his hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> false face, which you can't... The only reason I know that's false face mm-hmm. is because that's the only person it could be. <laughs> okay. Because the whole idea about false face is he changes his face. So he was in the show... When they did his episode, he was played by 15 different actors. Really? Seven of them were characters we had been watching in the show all this time, because the guy who played Chief O'Hara technically played False Face for a couple minutes. Robin played False Face for a couple minutes. It was an interesting episode. It was the one of the few where the special guest villain that yeah. they would put in the co- in the uh, credits, the first episode, they just had a question mark. Okay. Because they didn't want to reveal who it was. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Then you have the Archer. Okay. The Minstrel, The Sandman, and Siren. Ah, okay. Those are not the goofiest characters in the show, believe me. But this is the people they they got the stuff to. And of course, they're all in their great, cheap, costume 60s attire. (laughs) Of course. So, and of course, it's one of the best fight scenes, I think, in the whole movie. They even point out, okay, we're going into a fight scene, so let's turn the camera to a Dutch angle. Yes. <laughs> Which they were doing the Dutch angles all throughout the thing like you're supposed to. Yeah. But that was the one time they played to the joke. Yeah. It's like, fight scene. Yeah. Click. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, you're watching it, and just like in the in the original show, every time it's a villain scene, the camera on, is on its edge. Every time. Okay. And then it goes back to Batman and Robin straight up and down. Want to look, look, look at a... You're on the space station, you want to see uh, Penguin, Joker, and the Riddler? Yeah. Turn. Back to Batman and Robin and Catwoman. Back straight up. (laughs) Back and forth throughout the whole thing. Just like it's supposed to, but the only time they pointed it out was that scene with the camera turns (laughs) down. And I'm just thinking, half the people watching this don't even know what that means. Yeah, because they don't even know what's going on at this point. Yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of. They're, see, they're seeing Batman doing the bat tootsie back there with two go-go dancers in yes. Batman dresses. <laughs> That's all they're seeing. They don't get the joke. Yeah, because be like, I, I understood it. There's some of it. I'm, I'm watching this film. But okay, I get that. I know it's a reference somewhere. I don't understand it. And bat- some of it's like, he is what doing, in the world is, he is going at, on? He is doing the bat tootsie. Yes, I know what which, that is, which was created for the first episode. I don't know why, <laughs> but it was a part where he was in the club and he was getting him good with the kids. So he, they asked him to dance, and so he did the bat tootsie, and that's what they have him do on the on, in the background while all the other Batmen are. That's, that's the thing we have not mentioned. Batman has cloned himself over and over and over again to take yeah, over half the town. That is just—it's nuts. And you have to love the thing. And we've gone and put our bat RFF transponders on every antenna in town so that oh, if you yes. turn the TV off or change the channel, it'll blow up and kill everybody. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, one that makes no sense. It, yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does, but it's... be like You set a What's remote stop? bomb to it, all it's going to blow is the receiver. It's not going to blow your TV up. Strong enough bomb. You can blow the house up. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. But I kept thinking, be like, oh, you're going to blow the, the Here's my receiver question. up. But Here's that's my, not it. Here's my question. Okay. As popular a show as Gotham Palace probably is, yeah. there is at least, what, 80 people in that audience that aren't home watching their televisions? Did their houses immediately blow up? <laughs> Didn't even think about that. I, just a thought that crossed my mind. Plus, yeah. there's going to be somebody out there who didn't want to watch Gotham Palace... Is on the other channel, because this is yeah. 1960s, there's only two channels. <laughs> it's on the other channel, just trying to watch regular TV, and all of a sudden, boom! It's like, what happened? 
This is because I wasn't watching Gotham Palace, isn't it? <laughs> Just because I don't want, like that hip new go-go music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to turn it to Flipper. Flipper, Flipper, Flipper. Faster than... <laughs> and instantly I think of, It's the President's Son! We're gonna miss Flipper! He's on every channel! Actually, if we're gonna continue doing this, we have to go back to the movies. Like, the exploding shark was pulling my leg. It was so nice of, the, of that dolphin to sacrifice itself by throwing itself in front of the torpedo since we couldn't blow it up with our bat transponders. Because the batteries were dead! <laughs> Confound it! <laughs> anyway... You have anything more to add to this? Because I think we've about covered anything anyone needs to know about this I, I, movie. I, I think I think we are quite done going through our cast of our yes. very colorful characters. I, yes. I think we've covered everything so far. I will say this, just as the end out before we get into our ratings. Yeah. This is not a movie for everybody. Yeah. I think everyone should give it a try. But I'll perfectly understand if your idea of Batman is dark, brooding... Darkness, no parents, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I sound like this. Yes. <laughs> yes. If that's your Batman, that's fine. I understand that. I'm not even going to say this Batman is my Batman. Yeah. Because let's face it, I've seen the animated series. Yeah. Kevin Conroy right. is my Batman. Yes. I don't care who yes. else tries it. He's Batman. Man. Everyone else is playing. But. <laughs> I agree. Yes. He is Batman. Yes. But, um. See, I recognize it's not for everybody. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. But let me enjoy it. <laughs> let me enjoy it for what it is, because that's the thing. It doesn't have to be serious. It can be fun. Yeah. Uh, let's just enjoy Batman for being Batman. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Uh, just to get into my ratings real quick. Yes, I do think this is a family-friendly movie, as there's not one cuss word <laughs> throughout the whole thing. <laughs> And there's barely any innuendo, though there is a little, because let's face it, Catwoman is in the movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and it was the 60s. True. Or us playing, them them drawing like it's the 60s, but mm-hmm. in much nicer animation. Yes. Um, I think it's, I think it's, I think any family can go enjoy it. It's, you shouldn't have any issue. The kids are gonna, if the kids are more used to the modern Batman, they might be confused. Yeah. By what they're seeing. But it's still a fun movie, and I think any family can watch this without any trouble. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said. I agree wholeheartedly. The The only issue I can find, if you have a younger audience who has no idea about the 1966 Batman. First off, and show them the 1966 Batman, if for no other reason than because it's odd and funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah, what he said. I would agree this is a very, 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 very family-friendly movie and highly, highly recommend it to families. Go watch it. If you have not seen anything of the 1960s, probably familiarize yourself with the series. Mm-hmm. You know, there again, coming from experience, not having a whole lot of experience with the original series, having only seen maybe two episodes in the movie, I got most of the jokes. I get all the jokes, so... Otherwise, I really enjoyed the movie. I left my butt off in this film. Mm-hmm. And I think anybody else who has a sense of humor and is not expecting a dark and brooding Batman who talks like this, you're going to enjoy the film. I agree. I'm going to rate this about an 8, 8.0 out of 10. 
Okay. Uh, it's, I do love it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to give it any, the only thing I'm really knocking at points for is kind of minor details that I'm kind of, don't understand why they made that kind of decision. Okay. Uh, being, why is the penguin more shaped like Danny DeVito than, um, uh, Burgess Meredith? That's one. Yeah. And then why on earth did you not put the lines for the mustache under under the Joker's makeup? It's a minor thing. <laughs> I know most people don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Basically, in the sh- in the old show, Cesar Romero, because he was a f- a Spanish lover in some of his other shows, refused to shave his mustache for the show. Mm-hmm. So they painted, they put his makeup on over the mustache, and you mm-hmm. can see it. <laughs> and so I kind of wish it was there in the cartoon. It's a minor thing, yeah. And it's there are in the beginning where they're banking heavily on the it's the '60s Batman show. We're going to be goofy and fun and do all this stuff. They're pushing a little hard on the comedy there at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, it's oh, I agree. A little annoying. It goes away once it's... they once the cat nip scene. Yeah, in the uh, in the fr- in the abandoned frozen food factory. Yes, uh, it's just the little weirdness and spots. It's it's what I imagine. Like, here's what we're going to sell, so we can put it in the commercials to get people into this. It's like, oh, it's the '60s Batman show. It's just going to be fun. And then you, you get in there. It's like, it's not what this is. It still is. Anyway, yeah, it's it is what it is. I give it an eight. Okay, what do you give it? Uh, I will give it a solid seven out of ten. Okay. Um. They're going to be like, I do not have the nostalgia you do of this series. And uh, be like, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Saying a seven, be like, this is not giving this movie a bad rating at all. Mm-hmm. It gives it, it's a good movie. Good movie that people should watch. Uh, they're going to be like, I do have a few issues with the film. Uh, they're again when our desperately villains have hopped the ride on a, on a, on a rocket. And they're walking around fine in zero gravity. Uh, can I defend that? Okay, go for I'll it. I'll defend that. This is the ni- this is based on the 1960s show. Okay. There was gravity in space in 1960. Okay. <laughs> from what you could see on television. And they were kind of playing into that to the point where when they do do the anti-gravity scene, the knob they turn to turn the gravity off. Yeah. Says anti-gravity and they push it to on. And when Batman throws his <laughs> batarang, it knocks it into the off position. <laughs> so that was on purpose. <laughs> Okay, that that makes sense. That Catwoman does. breathing in space? That's a different story. Yeah, exactly. That was kind of weird. Be like, okay, she might be fine? <laughs> Maybe? She wasn't out there that long. No, but she, she was out there at least five seconds. Yeah, that's... Well, Gamora survived that in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, true. We'll I'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, we'll let it slide on that. Uh, it is an enjoyable film. I loved it. Uh, I would probably watch it again. Yes. Yeah, And there again, thank you for putting this movie on the list. It was fun as can be to watch now can i give you a little bit of good news okay when we talk about legacy okay because this is a movie that has legacy believe it or not okay there is a sequel yeah to so this okay called batman versus two-face it okay. was adam west's final role before he unfortunately passed yes and it stars william shatner as two-face i heard about this and it even brings in some other future Batman villains who were not villain, who not even around during the sixties, and yeah. kind of sixty-fies them. Yeah, I heard about including this. a one Harleen Quinzel. Well, also, you would know as 
Harley Quinn. Well, unfortunately, Harley Quinn herself doesn't show just yes. her pro form, but there's some hints that maybe when they were making it, they might have been making more, like making a series of these movies in yeah. the 60s universe. I have not heard anything specific because the Batman vs. Two Face was 2018 or 2017. Yes. So, uh,. They haven't even had time to make a sequel, to finish a sequel yet yeah. enough to announce it. Might hear something later this year. Who knows? But unfortunately, without Adam West, I don't know how much uh, steam this, that a sequel to that is going to pick up. Yeah, oh, I agree. So, yeah, that is the problem with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, there again, my 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 vote would be seven out of ten. There again, it's not giving a bad vote to the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion on the film. Well, yeah, and it's an enjoyable film. And I will watch mm-hmm. it again. Okay. So, we've reached the end of another episode, and we must roll for our next set movie. Alright. So here's the thing, people. Girl Who Leapt Through Time is the last movie from the first set that we still have on our list. It is current. It started off at number six. Last week, it grew into number three. And Batman, at that last week, was in one and two. We just did Batman. So, we are just going to have Girl Who Leapt Through Time fill in those last two spots. And then next week, we will actually finally add new movies into this list. Yes. Uh, and essentially at that point, uh, well, um, so, then just to make everything clear. Girl Who Left Through Time is at 1, 2, and 3. Big Hero 6 is at number 4. Digimon the Movie is at number 5. And then, of course, Girl Who Left Through Time is at number 6. Okay. So, this was my movie this week, which means I get to hand the dice off to Jacob. And we get Girl Who Left Through time. time. So, yeah. Join us next week for our very first anime uh-huh. that we actually get to talk about. Yes. Uh, the Girl Who Left Through Time. And uh, see if we actually enjoy this. Because this is not... This is what I put on the list. Because I wanted to put an anime movie on the list. But yeah. I had not gotten the ones I wanted to see watched first. And I'm... Anyway... There's some things I didn't want to jump immediately into, so I put an easy one on okay, the list. Okay, yeah. So, um, we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. I'll definitely have to watch it. I will let you, much like this week, I will let you borrow my copy. Excellent. Unfortunately, I only have it on DVD, even though it's in the Blu-ray case, because I lost the Blu-ray. It's all good. So, hey. So, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. Uh, and you can also find me at, on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to review and rate most of the movies I see. I uh, do need to update it with all the stuff for the podcast. Haven't done that yet. Um, oh, where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. And also you can find me on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try, in air quotes, to draw each and every day. Uh... You can probably find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, and I think that's about it right now. Okay. Because it's primarily where you can find me. I do have a DeviantArt page, and also I do do Pinterest, and we'll have to get back to that at a certain date, another date. Okay. So uh, you can also find us on our Facebook group, yes. uh, The Cellcast, and email us at thecellcast at gmail.com. We have not had anybody take us up on that, but we would gladly, if we ever got an email, read it at this point in the time in the oh, show. Yes, absolutely. If it's worth reading. <laughs> yes. We will We will scan these before we decide to actually read yeah. some, because if we get something with uh, 
inappropriate stuff. It ain't showing up on this show. Nope. Uh, because we are, we do try to be family friendly. Yes. I don't think we always get it, but. No, but we, we, we try our darndest. Well, we try lo- our darndest here. I love your wording there. Um, uh, you can also listen to us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher and Google Play, uh, music. Please rate and review us and get your fr- friends to, uh, listen to us if you would. Share us with your friends. We'd yeah. love more people to listen. Yes. Uh, and also be like, we do like stars. We be like, if you give us five, we, we we'll will be your best friends. Best friends. We love you to death. Yes. We'll be your best friends. It's just like when we were in, in, in uh, elementary school. Yeah, you'll, we won't ever talk, but we'll be best friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, on Facebook, please share and like our, our posts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just get the word out. Be like, hey, there's a podcast of two nerdy guys talking yeah. about animation. Because here's the thing. We do our best to try and get the word out there ourselves. We're not that good. Yes. And no one is, to be honest. Yes. So we really do depend on people being nice and sharing us so if you would we'd appreciate that anyway agreed so uh that's just going to end it for us today uh this has been drew this is jiggin and we'll see you on the next uh, in the next frame same bat time same bat channel next time on Melon soda and two colas, please. Tell me again why we're doing karaoke instead of playing baseball. We can play baseball after karaoke. But then we won't have enough time. Karaoke's for losers. Time waits for no one, not even you. Not your mama or your brother. Hello? You've got five minutes left. Right, we'll pack up. Already? A melon soda and two colas, please. Tell me again why we're doing karaoke instead of playing baseball. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? Nothing. Nothing? How does somebody fall like that? And weren't you just sitting Drop there a second it and ago? Let's get singing! Time waits for no one, not even you. Not your mama or your brother and Hello. You've got five minutes left. Okay. Oh. Thanks. Oh. We'll leave right away, okay? Not Huh? What the hell are you doing? I fell. How could anyone fall like that? And weren't you just sitting here like I'm a not done singing yet. I've got music in me! Hey, I thought I was supposed to end this show. Why am I, Why did I not get a script this week? I don't understand what's going on. I'll have to teach those boys to mess with me. Like, spikes, man. This movie brings me back to my days. Groovy. Rare. Groovy. Where's the rock rocks?